Hey girl, it's episode four already. What, 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 what? I am so glad you are still hanging out here on the show. Today we are going to cover an important, important, important topic that becomes ever so present in the circle of eating disorder recovery. And even for the ladies who feel like their meal options, like they're just not sure what to do um, for meals every day. And so something that I get asked all the time as a coach is I just want to have peace with food. Like, what does that mean is something we're going to cover today. And what do we even eat when we don't know what to eat? So if you're ready for this one, let's get to it. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey girl, hey. So today we are going to be talking all about I just want peace with food. What do we eat when we don't know what to eat? So when you aren't eating intuitively or normally because you have an unhealthy relationship with food or you've had these unhealthy patterns, behaviors, maybe you've been diagnosed with an eating disorder or you know in your heart that you just have this very unhealthy relationship. It's really hard to even think about food or have the energy to come up with a meal plan or to eat normally when you don't know where to start because you've been going through the struggle for months, years, or however long. Um, And instead of looking at food as, you know, a calorie intake or as good or bad, we're now starting to view food as, you know, intuitive process in our life, and that is to nourish our bodies and to use it for fuel that's going to navigate our day, right? And so as I talk a lot about with personal coaching clients, really using intuitive eating and coming up with a menu that feels comfortable for you and at the place that you're at. So maybe you've been restricting, you've only been like omatting and having like one meal a day, or you're just not sure where to start. And what does it even mean to have peace with food? So according to Merriam-Webster, the definition or one definition of peace is freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. Harmony, okay, a state of security, So when we're really thinking about having peace with food, we just want a place of security, like freedom from those oppressive thoughts or emotions. We want contentment. So when we start to come to a place where we want to change our life and we want to get healthy for real, for real, instead of controlling our every morsel that goes into our mouth, it's kind of impossible to really figure out how to regulate what we should be eating when we haven't 
been listening to our body for quite some time. When you aren't normally eating intuitively or really listening to your body, thinking about food, putting energy around food, and getting to a place of actually having peace with food is going to be a process. But if you're often skipping meals to avoid eating as a way to control, then this is something that you really should look at when navigating back into a true process of peace and having peace with food. If you're worried about gaining weight because you want to introduce food that you have not been eating into your daily, it can definitely be scary at first. And I have a lot of clients that this can become extremely triggering, especially if maybe you've been keto for a while and you've been limiting carbs. And so you're just like deathly afraid of bringing in any sorts of breads or any sorts of carbohydrates back into your diet. But you know, in order to continue down this path of self-acceptance, of recovery, you're going to have to start navigating into those waters because restriction is just not helping you and it's bringing you out of that place of peace. I have created my personal five by five rule. And what does this mean? I will share with you a little bit today. And of course, as we spend more time together, I will definitely be going into these concepts. And if you're interested in learning more or working with a recovery coach or working with a coach that supports disordered eating and navigating that journey into peace and wellness, definitely send me an email at info at and we will make sure that we get on the phone to talk about this more. But today I wanted to give you guys a nugget of the five by five. And for me, the five by five is coming up with five options that feel safe to you, that are not eating disordered safe, but that are safe in terms of this is something that you feel comfortable just sticking to right now as you navigate and learning what your body truly needs. And so what does that look like? Writing down five different snack options, five different breakfast options you would feel comfortable supporting um, into your daily you know, intake, five different lunch options, five different dinner options, and you're going to be eating two snacks and three full meals a day. I practice this with my clients, and it really gives that sense of security when you're kind of coming from an insecure place that allows you and allows them to feel like they have some sort of rain coming from an unstable place to an unknown future. And it's less about trying to control and have that eating disordered mind, right, that I can only have these five things, but it's more about navigating the fact that you have a plan and you have five things that you can choose from. And you guys, if this is something that doesn't seem to work for you, then by no means is this advice that you have to stick to. But I just wanted to share that this is something that I have leveraged in my personal life and experience with my private clients. And it gives a place of acceptance and it gives a place of, okay, I have a list that I can legitimately go to because there's going to be times where life throws us off our schedule and there's going to be times where we don't get enough time to pack something for work or we don't know what we're going to get or we don't this, that, and the other. And our eating disorder voice can tell us just to skip that meal or it's okay, you don't need that, or that'll be less calories if you choose not to eat that, or why don't you go out here and do this, and then you can binge on this later. And all those like eating thoughts of our disorder are going to be in our mind. And so what this allows you to do is have a state of peace 
around options. Okay, so when we're having kind of a plan, I feel that that gives more freedom. And of course, you don't have to stick to a plan, right? But it gives you more freedom to know that you have something. You have a resource, you have a tool, you have something you've already planned, and it doesn't have to be a meal plan, but it does give you options. Meal plans can get very tricky because in many ways they do work for a lot of people, but for me personally, I felt that that was still trying to control every morsel of food in, in my mouth. And so I practiced a more intuitive approach and I like to use that five by five. So making sure I have those five meals, I'm making sure that I have five options for every single area so that I feel comfortable. So what does that look like? Okay, maybe for breakfast, I'm going to have eggs and an English muffin with some fruit, or maybe I'm going to have my latte and a bagel with a banana or some peanut butter, like five different options for each of those categories. Okay, so five breakfast options, five lunch options, five snack options, if you want to play with that. And I also have some great options out of my website, lindsaynickel.com, that you can go and check out and snag for free over there. So be sure to check that out. But this really gives you that place of openness to trust yourself as you're learning to navigate trusting yourself. So in order for some people that are not, that are going from a place of the scary, scary disordered thoughts and, and everything taking over their lives and pure restriction to a place of freedom where we are really quieting those negative thoughts and negative emotions around food, it can be so overwhelming to even go into a grocery store. It can be so overwhelming not to count a calorie on a package. It can be overwhelming to look at a restaurant menu. And so having the options that are at your fingertips to kind of create your own intuitive menu allows you that freedom to explore new things, but while also giving you a piece around, okay, if I skip a snack at this time that I know I'm supposed to have, at the same time, I also have five options. So I know I can bring a granola bar. So I'm less likely that I'm going to skip something just because I don't feel comfortable or I open the fridge and I'm sitting there staring at what do I eat right now? I've got five options in my mind. If you want to write these down in your menu, when you start practicing this, it's going to allow you to decide which of these selections will best satisfy your body's needs. And then this is what allows you to start promoting that physical need of intuitive eating and hunger and really listening to what your body wants. I mean, there's days that I get up and I'm like, okay, slap on a piece of toast and some peanut butter and banana and let's go, right? But there's days I get up and it's like, I want breakfast. And there's days I get up and I'm like, eh, I could do like a later thing, whatever, you know, but I'm listening to that intuitive voice in my mind that's no longer being controlled by trying to control and restrict my foods. And I have that perfect peace and that contentment and that freedom from those oppressive thoughts. But that doesn't happen overnight. Okay, this takes a lot of time. When you're first navigating this process, instead of going right into this really kind of like compound meal plan, sometimes you just need to simplify. I have learned having options to turn to, having ideas allows me and my clients to feel safe when sometimes they may be struggling and feeling unsafe in the moment. Okay, so I just wanted to drop this tip in for you guys because really when you want peace with food, 
what you're searching for is that state of tranquility. You're looking for that contentment. You're looking for that harmony. And that takes time when we learn to trust ourselves. And so what we're really looking for is peace within our heart. And that comfort to know our emotional desire for food can be based on mood, but it also can be based on our thoughts and like how we really are thinking about ourselves. And a lot of times when we go into that extreme dieting mindset, it's like I'm going to restrict, restrict, restrict. And then when I go back to wanting to eat normally or really trying to better my life, thinking about food zaps so much energy that it becomes overwhelming. It can cause restriction even more. It can cause overindulging because you've been restricting. Really looking at what are five different things in each of these buckets that are going to make me feel like I have a plan and that I'm good. And that when I need to think about dinner and the kids are running around like crazy or I have a big test that I'm studying for or I have some sort of meeting that's smack in the middle of my dinner time, I can feel prepared to some extent because I have options. This is the same for even if you are an intuitive eater or you eat normally and you don't have a poor relationship with food. Sometimes crazy life can be, it can throw us on a spiral. And so just having those five staple options that we feel like we could pull from at any given moment is a place of comfort for a lot of people and especially the women that I work with that are so used to controlling so many things and feeling like they have to have that, you know, wonderful meal or that plan or, you know, and so this allows you that ability to start learning to trust yourself as you are navigating this process. I hope today, friends, this has been helpful for you in your life. I hope that you can take away that peace is something that we can definitely achieve. It is that state of security. It is that freedom from those oppressive thoughts or emotions. You can absolutely find that perfect peace with food, but also give yourself grace. Take a moment to reflect on everything that you've put yourself through or maybe everything that you're currently going through in your life and take a step back and go, I need to have peace within my heart. And by starting to come up with a plan that helps me feel more confident and comfortable that I can go to, when maybe I feel overwhelmed in the moment around food or thinking about food or wanting to navigate it in a future state, I can feel comfortable knowing that it's okay to not have a 100% plan outline, but it's okay to have a blueprint of something that's going to help me when I get stressed, overwhelmed, and want to go back to old unhealthy patterns. If this has been helpful, please let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on my rule around navigating intuitive eating and really the first step in that process and what worked for me. Send me an email at info at lindsaynickel.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. 
Until next time. Bye for now, girl.